Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Welcome to the show this morning. I apologize that I completely forgot last week. <laughs> we were on spring break, and um, yeah, I had no idea what day it was. I was enjoying the time with the kids, calving the cows, just living, <laughs> and completely forgot it was Wednesday, and yeah, I do this you know, a little thing called radio show. <laughs> I honestly didn't even remember till like way later in the day and then I texted one of my friends and I'm like, oh, shoot, totally forgot it was Wednesday, my bad. So, yeah, isn't that what happens when we're enjoying our life? Um, we just had a really good spring break, really good. And I got to tell you, it was hard to send the kids back to school and go back to that routine. I didn't really want to. And then we started counting the sleeps until um, summer vacation and how many days of school are left. And just, I don't know, everything energetically just feels a little sticky, right? A little heavy at times. I know yesterday I was just, it was one of those weird days where I was having a good day, but I felt unsettled. I felt like I had to hibernate, which was weird because I was tutoring yesterday. I tutor with the adult literacy group in my community and I get to tutor amazing people, mostly on computer stuff, which is so awesome. And so that part was really good. Um, And yet I still felt this underlying energy of grief, actually, is what it felt like. Not sure exactly what I'm grieving. Um, And then, you know what, weirdly enough, not weirdly enough, we did lose a calf yesterday and I don't know if that's what I was feeling but I just had a really hard time shaking that energy off um what did it was spending time with my horses (laughs) they were getting pedicures yesterday getting their hoofs trimmed and so my two of my horses and so my job is to hold them and sweet talk them so they stand nice while they're getting their pedicure. Yeah, it doesn't suck to be me. And um, that reset my energy to some degree. So I'm not sure exactly why, but I know I'm not the only one feeling this. And then the, the oracle card this morning that came up was um, Sad Embrace. Um, if you haven't had a chance to read it yet, I'll read it to you. 
Loss is a part of life. Let go and allow time to heal you. Um, Are you suffering over your suffering? Do you feel that life is treating you unfairly and that you've been robbed or deprived of what you're entitled to? Do you long for a love that eludes you or the success that has been bestowed upon others? Righteous anger and a sense of entitlement lead to a trap of ego. Your suffering and loss will pass if you let them. If you hold on to your perception of unfairness, then you'll find yourself in its tight grip, unable to breathe freely. The only solution is to drop your victim stance and embrace the sadness so that it may dissipate naturally in time. Trials and tribulations build character, which is its own gift. Find something to be grateful for and take responsibility for your part in all matters. However painful it may be to sit with your sadness, remember that you are loved and will not be left adrift forever. Have faith, for this too shall pass. You are not a victim, only a traveler on a hero's journey. It's okay to be disappointed for now, but know that someday you'll look back and see great value in this experience. This one is from the Enchanted Map Oracle Cards by Colette Baron reed Now, when I was reading this, oh, like I, I like doing the Daily Oracle Cards because they just fit. And it's always amazing to me, never gets old. Being psychic never gets old. Um, and I loved it says, it's okay to be disappointed because that's what I was feeling yesterday. All these thoughts were going through my mind of situations and things that have happened, and I was disappointed. And I was feeling let down, and I was feeling like a victim to some degree, which I'm not really. I mean, the stuff I was feeling disappointed about happened for a reason, and I know why. And so... I guess I felt like I had to work through the energies of it, though, so that I could move forward, which led to me to today's topic about past lives and past life's karma affecting our present life. Because as I was working through my emotional turmoil yesterday, I was thinking about patterns. Because the disappointment, like, Seriously, this card nailed it. I was feeling over some situations. It's not new. It is a pattern. And it keeps repeating. <laughs> and I keep being disappointed. So obviously I haven't learned. Or, or it's just karmic debt. Maybe I was this total jerk in a past life where so this life my sole mission is empowering women and then empowering like men too but mostly I I focus on women it lifts my energy makes my soul happy so I do realize that in a past life I'm sure I was a real jerk and I did not empower women I probably did the exact opposite because there's certain clues in my present existence that supports that. 
Uh, one thing that I struggle with is I am not competitive. I don't know why. I will tend to freeze up if there's a competition or I just walk away. When I was um, going through a situation, and my, my disappointing situations all have to do with female relationships that I was thinking about yesterday. And so um, there is definitely a pattern there, definitely. And until I guess I get that puzzle piece that clicks in on um, not just why it's happening, but when I've learned what I needed to learn. Because I've experienced an abnormal, maybe, maybe it's not even, though, a very high um, degree of betrayal in female relationships. Betrayal, backstabbing, turmoil, and... I'm always surprised by it because I do expect better, especially in this, you know, energy right now of let's empower each other, let's build each other up, and then when it doesn't happen or the opposite happens, I feel disappointed. I feel less betrayed, you know, as time goes on. Because I, I can appreciate where the other person is coming from, and I can connect their patterns and dots. My own, not as much. <laughs> I mean, I can see where I was a jerk, absolutely, and I do own that, and I will apologize for it when I have been. But at the same time, I haven't quite processed all the learning. So it's going to keep happening until I do, because it's a past life karmic debt thing. And as messy and disgusting at times it feels like, it's okay. It'll work itself out eventually or it won't, and it's just something I have to work through and deal with. I mean, I realize I'm not the only one. But I do understand that it's a huge soul growth learning. And so um, with the energy right now being supportive of working through these karmic debts, take advantage of it. I don't know why yesterday I was really stuck in that energy, but I stomped around and said to my husband, like, for some reason today it's just really getting to me. And I just, I don't know why. But luckily, I have a solution. I just go spend time outside with my animals. Yep. Pretty sad about the calf that didn't make it. And it hit me harder than it sometimes does, because let's be realistic. I'm a rancher. It's, a, it's part of life. I can't escape it. I don't love it, but I do have to deal with it. 
loss, sadness, disappointment. And so I don't know if any of you were stuck in that energy yesterday, but if you were, you're not alone. Um, today I feel better about it. I still feel a bit of that underlying heaviness, though. And so I want to just bring up that the Peely Pelly, I don't know, report that I love um, last week, yeah, when I missed radio show, it was all talking about karma. And um, I was reading that, and I'm like, okay. And one of the things he says is, in order to move forward, I need to take a step back and clean up all the karma so I can get on track. So if these situations are popping up where you don't have a choice to deal with, it's past life karma. Does that make sense to you all? These patterns that keep repeating. And try not to be hard on yourself. Try not to go to that victim mode where you're like, oh, I wish I could just learn this. What is wrong with me? Why does this keep happening? Am I a terrible person? Maybe not. Maybe you are. That's up, you know, up to you to decide. But maybe you're working through past life stuff. Maybe you were a terrible person in another life. I'm pretty sure I, you know, abused my powers. I'm pretty sure that I was not a stellar human being, that I helped bring about some downfalls. Because the things that trigger me this life or that just kind of make me feel disempowered are things like competition, which I don't know. It, it's kind of weird, I'll admit. It's kind of weird. Um, it's interesting, though, you know, so many people are, and more and more all the time are believing in past lives and karma. Um, the spiritual belief in enduring self that incarnates again and again declares that each lifetime provides a wealth of experiences that allow us as divine beings to become stronger, more balanced, and more loving. And eventually we reunite with spirits. I do love past life regressions. I've done lots of them. And it never fails to amaze me and what the person going on the regression learns about themselves. It's fascinating. Um, so what are some tips to know about past lives? if you're experiencing, um, to figure out if you're experiencing some past life karma. So notice the things that really trigger you, right? Notice um, the patterns that keep repeating. Notice what you're drawn to. Notice what you know without knowing how you know, right? Um, lots of talents and abilities come forward lifetime after lifetime. I know that being psychic for me is one of them. My ability with horses is another one. 
if you're attracted to books. Oh, one of the best books I'm going to recommend you to learn about past lives is by Denise Lynn. It's called Past Lives, Present Miracles. It is just a wealth of information to help you understand yourself better, right? That's my sole mission, empowerment, helping everybody understand themselves better. Because when you know you, when you know that foundation of you, you can navigate your life in a clearer way. And I do think that, you know, my weird day yesterday was just a way to remind me that I haven't worked through all the stuff that popped up, right? And so maybe I should get a past life regression. That'd be fun. And some of it I can do through definitely through guided meditation. My favorite. Um, <clears throat> sometimes our love of certain things can come from a past life. Um, words and phrases that you use. Uh, scars, birthmarks, and tattoos. Um, I'm going to find a section on the scars, birthmarks, and tattoos because that was really interesting when I was researching that. So this is from Denise Lynn's book. She is so amazing at presenting this information in a clear way. There's a definite correlation between scars, birthmarks, and tattoos that you may have in this life and what has occurred in your past life. In a regression, a woman vividly remembered having been shot in the forehead in another life. Interestingly enough, this woman found an unusual small indentation beneath her hairline that looked as if a small bullet had penetrated there. Another woman realized that a scar she'd had from an appendix operation was in the same place as a sword wound she received in a battle in ancient Persia. Crazy, hey? Um, tattoos can give past life hints, the ones that you're drawn to. Um, her example here is, over a number of years, Marie had had Celtic tattoos on various parts of her body and was comforted when she discovered a previous life in Ireland as a blacksmith. Kind of cool, hey? Um, there's another one. So your name. The name that you currently possess isn't an accident. In addition to providing you with the vibration and energy that you need for your current life, there are often past life correlations with it. Explore possible past life roots for your name by researching its origin and meaning. From what country does your name originate? Dominique always wondered why his mother, whose parents were from Guatemala, gave him a French name, or Dominic, sorry. All of his brothers and sisters had Hispanic names except for him. However, when he discovered a lifetime in a French monastery and his name was also Dominic, he understood why he'd been given that name. Sometimes the meaning of a name is a past life clue. 
Devin read that his name was Gaelic word for poet or bard. He found this very interesting because in past life regressions, he discovered numerous lifetimes in which he'd been a poet. In addition, pay particular attention if your name was suddenly changed or came as a surprise to your parents at the time of your birth. For example, Jacob's mother and father had planned to call him Roger. When his mother, who had just given birth to him moments before, was asked the name of her newborn son, she shocked herself by replying without hesitation, his name is Jacob. As an adult, Jacob experienced an incarnation in which he'd been an active member of the Jacobite Rebellion in the British Isles during the 1700s. Isn't that exciting? If you've been named after a family member, there's almost always a karmic connection with that individual. Both of my brothers are named like family-type names when after family members. Not me. (laughs) So when I research Shannon... It means small and wise. I'll take the wise part. I'll take the small part. That's cool. But when I was, you know, researching this years ago and I came across this part, I was entertained because I definitely, my name doesn't fit everybody else in my family. They have kind of traditional names and they're named, you know, after family members. And then there's me. (laughs) And I, 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 I can appreciate that because I do feel like I'm a little different than they are. Yeah. A little bit original, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Another karmic thing is when you just feel like you don't totally fit in your family. Feel like a little alien sometimes. Um, let's see. Be sure not to overlook the nicknames that either you take on yourself or that others give you also. Um, A woman named Mary was called Medici for her entire life for no obvious reason that anyone could remember. However, during a regression, she uncovered a life in Italy as part of the powerful Medici family. Isn't that kind of cool? Another way to know if past life stuff's coming up a lot for you to look at is the deja vu experiences. If you've ever been to a place for the first time yet felt you'd been there before, Write down your recollections. Deja vus and past lives go hand in hand. So here's the example from Denise Lynn's book. One of the most emotional deja vu episodes that I've ever encountered occurred while I was in Japan in the beautiful town of Kamakura. Standing in this city resplendent with ancient temples, it's hard to imagine that Tokyo is only a short train ride away. A deep sense of the past is evident in every crevice of the numerous shrines and religious buildings there. She says when she walked into the Angakuji Temple, sorry if I say these wrong, which was built in 1282 and dedicated to the Rinzai sect of Zen Buddhism, the the familiarity of having stood there before was overwhelming. She says that she knew that she'd been there before. As soon as she entered the grounds, the transformation within her was palpable. She said it was like being at a very noisy, busy airport, and then suddenly there is no sound. The feeling of deja vu was profound. Everything changed. The way she walked, her mannerisms, breathing, even eyesight. 
Although the grounds and temples seemed very familiar, she says, she didn't get the feeling that she had actually lived there. Rather, she felt that she was a monk who was visiting from another temple. The ancient longing that I sensed while I was there was akin to a deep homesickness, but for something I couldn't quite remember. Have you had that happen to you? Where you go to a place and you feel like, oh, I've been here before. And then you second guess yourself. Did I dream it? Have I really been here before and I just kind of forgot? That logical part of our mind tries to take over and the ego as protection and make logical sense of it. But lots of times there just is no logical sense. Just give yourself a big breath and feel what you're feeling and see where it takes you. How about movies and TV shows <clears throat> that you're attracted to? Ever, like, be watching a movie and you just feel like, wow, this, this feels familiar somehow? For me, it's spy movies. Don't ask me. I must have been a spy in a past life for sure. In fact, I actually have those dreams where I'm a spy because they just fascinate me. Covert Ops with the CIA, shows and movies like that, love it. I love the mystery part. I love that they solve a puzzle. It just resonates with me. I read a lot of spy books, especially psychic spy books. Ooh, makes me happy. Definitely past life connections there. What do you like to read or watch on TV? Do you like the historical novels? For a lot of people, the whole Little House on the Prairie series really resonated with them because they you know, could relate to it. So maybe they had past lives where they lived that kind of existence. Um, sometimes the shows, you know, um, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was exactly. But I know one of my past life regression clients kind of went to like Sherlock Holmes feeling cobblestone England scenes. And then they second guessed themselves because they weren't sure if they were just making it up. But that's the thing about past lives. You may feel like you're making it up, but where does imagination really come from? What is it? There has to be a seed from somewhere. And so what if you were making it up? It has to still mean something. Start from somewhere. We're so hard on ourselves, right? We think we have to be a certain way or everything has to be logical and provable. But is faith really provable? And you don't have to believe in past lives to work through some past life karma. That's the thing about karma, right? It happens. <laughs> it, it just happens. Because, you know, karma doesn't go away. Karma doesn't expire. It's until you learn what you need to learn, you know, and there's the 
thing that no person in your life is a coincidence, right? We're here to learn from each other. And I do know that I'm on a nine life, so that means I am cleaning up karmic debts a lot. And so when I can work through my disappointments and the way I feel about certain situations and I can look at it from a broader perspective of I'm cleaning up karmic debts, it makes more sense. Don't get me wrong, it's still uncomfortable, but it does make more sense. So if I'm just going through that and working through that and then, you know, obviously part of my learning is how to let go gracefully. I tend to be a problem solver and rescuer. It doesn't always work out like I have planned. But that's my expectations, right? I do it to myself. Because let's be real, there's positive karma. Karma doesn't have to be all negative. And if you find yourself kind of feeling stuck in a rut and you're thinking, oh, maybe I'm just going through some karmic debts, some massive karma, be kind. Even to those people that may or may not um, deserve it, you may feel, still be kind. Don't get walked on, have your boundaries, but you can still be kind. Courteous and respectful. But I've been in such total hibernation mode for the last year that not many people get into my inner circle right now. In fact, very few. I I need to, I don't need to. I, I do want to have lunch dates and spend time with people. I just, I don't seem to find the time. And I think it's because I'm going through my own inner transformation. And I just, I need to focus on that, I guess. I don't know. Okay, I need to check the time because I do have this amazing journey to take you on to a past life to help you understand your present life. Again, I'm going to remind you about the book that's really good, Past Lives, Present Miracles by Denise Lynn. I mean, I know there's others, and if I looked at my bookshelf, I could probably bring you a whole list, but this is my favorite. <clears throat> so that's the one I'll share with you. I have also found the last two days that I have to clear my throat a lot. So either I have something to say that I'm not saying, or I should not say something. <laughs> I should keep my mouth shut. Hmm. Okay. I know it's not always easy. Fine, already keeping my mouth shut. Sometimes I do have things that I really would like to say. <clears throat> See, there I go. I just haven't decided <laughs> when and where, how. <clears throat> Good times, right, guys? Good times. We're in such an interesting transformative world right now that you can definitely get caught up in it or you can try to work through it and move on. It's, it's again, so not easy. 
but worth it. Yeah. Some days all I can do is just shake my head and smile and be grateful for what I am grateful for and focus on that because the rest just feels so chaotic and ever-changing and quickly changing. You know, you can have a thought and think that a situation is going to go a certain way and it does for one day and then it does a complete reversal the next and you're like, oh, okay. Well then, go with the flow. You just have to go with the flow and, you know, we're all in this together. We're all trying to figure it out and work it out and we're not always all graceful about it and just own it. Because it's just how we are, right? Okay, so let's do this journey. It's definitely one of my favorites. It's a big hit when I do this in groups. Big hit. All right, you ready? Okay. All right. Put your feet flat on the floor. Find and look at a spot on the ceiling or wall. Focus your attention on the sound of my voice. Give yourself a few deep breaths to relax. Deep, deep breaths. Now let's do some more deep breaths. Let's do a deep breath in to relax your mind and out. Deep breath in to relax your body and out. Deep breath in to relax your emotions and out. breathing to relax your mind keep deep breathing to relax your body keep deep breathing to relax your soul breathing, getting nice and relaxed. Your eyes may be starting to blink and get heavier. Go ahead and close them. 
going to allow a delicious wave of relaxation to slowly roll up from your feet, through your hips, to your torso, and just stretching Stretching through your arms and hands. And up and out of the top of your head. Your body is now relaxed, warm, and comfortable. Visualize, imagine, or pretend that you are peacefully walking through a beautiful forest. It's in the middle of the day where, although the sun is shining, you're walking in the shade, smelling the clean, fresh air that's spiced with that special scent of pine. You're feeling the shade of the trees. You're enjoying the glimpses of the sun through the canopy of the lush forest. You notice how the trees are all different. Some are tall and narrow. Some are full and bushy. Some are completely bare. And some have blossoms everywhere. You hear the crunch of undergrowth as you walk through. And every so often you may hear the scramble of a squirrel as she rushes up a tree trunk in an attempt to get away from you. As you continue walking, you become aware of how strong you are. With every step, you are sure of yourself. And where you are going. 
You notice that although the forest is thick and the trees are close to each other, a ray of sunshine made its way through all the branches and leaves and is shining on a patch of thick grass. There you notice that the blades of grass are eagerly absorbing all the energy they can, enjoying this rare opportunity to grow. As you continue to walk, you see a path leading through the trees. A mist is apparent on the other side of the path. As you continue walking on the path, the mist surrounds you in a comforting, gentle hug. Walking through the mist now, feeling comfortable and interested. The mist starts to take on a little bit of sparkly, magical energy. As you continue walking, walking and enjoying the magical energy of the sparkling mist. As you step forward and get ready, you notice there's an opening in the mist. And you are ready to step through it and into a past life experience. I shall count from one to ten. When I reach the end, you will step through the sparkly mist to a different time when you are not present in this body. Although you cannot see, you may begin to feel yourself changing as you transform into the body that you occupied in a different experience of time. It'll begin now. One, two, three, four. With each step that you take, the swirling, magical mist seems to hug you with a loving, safe energy. Five. Six. Seven. You are aware of a loving presence guiding and protecting your every step. Eight. Nine. The mists of time are beginning to thin as you step through. And ten, you have arrived in one of your past lives. The mist has cleared completely. Look down at your feet. Are they the feet of a male or female?
Are they young or old-looking? Do you feel more male or female? Are you inside or outside? Do you feel you are in the country or in an urban area? Are there buildings? Pay attention to how they look. Are there people nearby? Take a few minutes to explore. Be willing to use your imagination. Now, let's go to a time that was significant or important to you. I'll give you a few minutes to experience what's happening and to determine how you feel about these circumstances.
continue to move forward in time in the past life that you are exploring. Go onward to the moment where you are about to shed your body and pass into the spirit world. How did you cross over? Was it slowly or suddenly? with you. Were you reluctant or glad to go? From a spiritual point of view, the process of dying is seldom recognized as painful as a painful event. And there is usually a great sigh of relief once you realize that you have crossed over. It is like returning home after a long absence. You have a minute to observe this event in your past life. You may do this now. Go forward into the spirit world. From your perspective in the spirit world, what did you learn from the past life? Are there any fears or concerns from there that are still present in this life today? As you discover where these fears originated, you now know they are not real and it is simple to release them. Just let go. You know that you can create your life in the present to be the way now that you want it. You can choose freely without programming from other lives. Now is the time to let all of this fade away and return to your current life. Just let the past life fade away. Just drift away. As you move closer to normal waking awareness, you feel strong and empowered. You've stepped 
into your far past with courage and have looked at who and what you were. With this examination, your present life is enhanced and you've taken a step closer to the divinity within yourself. In the future, you're afraid to explore any past life and the knowledge you gain creates the space for your life to become more fulfilling and whole. I'm going to count from one to five. When I reach five, you'll be totally awake and aware. One, two, your body is healthy and strong. Three, more and more alert. Four, your eyes feel as if they have been bathed in fresh, cooling, energizing spring water. Five, wide awake and feeling great. Open your eyes, say your name out loud, stretch, and enjoy the beauty and magic of the day. Nice. I hope you got some amazing insights from that. You can return to this anytime and read to get even more insights. Thank you for listening, and I wish you all a very magical day. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. Psychic Cowgirl Radio.